Spirit be with us now. In, 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 it's saving power. Sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Lord, I, I want to live for thee.
church, say amen. <clears throat> From the gospel as recorded by St. Luke. St. Luke chapter 23. And we will begin reading <clears throat> at verse 13. These are the words that you find. And Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers and the people, <coughs> said unto them, Ye have brought this man unto me, one that as one that perverted the people. And behold, I haven't examined him before you, have found no fault in this man, touching those things whereof ye accuse him. No, not, nor yet Herod, for I sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done unto him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. For of necessity, he must be released one under them at the feast. And they cried out all at once saying, away with this man and release under us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city and for murder was cast into prison. Pilate therefore willing to release Jesus spake again unto them, but they cried saying, crucify him, crucify him. Amen. I, I want this morning use this passage and topic that I want to use this morning is it is personal. It is. It's personal. See, my brothers and my sisters, the salvation story will really not find meaning in your life until it becomes personal to you. You'll never get the full meaning of the salvation story until you can find yourself in that story. Once you find yourself, you'll come to realize <clears throat> that all that Jesus did on Calvary, it's personal. Are y'all hearing me? Most of us who are saved and have come to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are keenly aware of the sacrifice that he made to secure our salvation. We know that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. We got that. We got that down. 
We know that the father gave his son and his son gave his life. We got that story down pat. We shout <clears throat> when we think about it, when we think about it, if, when we think about the fact that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, we don't know where we would be. We, we, we just, all we know is that if it wasn't for him, we would all be lost. And all of that is wonderful. All of those are wonderful truths. And, and it's just good to be able to come together in the house of God. Good to be able to come together with others who believe and come together celebrating our great salvation. It's good to come together to do that. It's good to shout together. Good to praise God together. But the message I want to get over to us this morning is that as wonderful as it is to shout and praise corporately, as wonderful as it is to be able to shout with our friends and our loved ones, it would do us well to remember that our relationship with Jesus is not a corporate relationship. Are y'all hearing me? That our relationship with him is a personal relationship. Yes, yes. Mama, mama taught me. For God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten. Mama taught us. Jesus loves the little children. All the children of the world. But mama also made sure that we learn this. Yes, Jesus loves me. Are y'all hearing me? Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. He who died. Heaven's gates to open wide. He will wash away my sin. Are y'all, this thing is personal, I'm telling you. Let his little child come in. Brothers and sisters, that is personal. And this morning, I'm not Try, trying to teach us. I don't want to teach us to be selfish. I don't want to teach us to be selfish in our praise and be selfish in our worship. But I do want to remind us that what Jesus did on the cross. Are y'all hearing me? He did it in order to have a personal relationship. Are y'all hearing me? What he did when he died, when he stretched his hand, died on the cross, he did it so that he can have a personal relationship with just you. So yes, I can shout and I can praise him when we come together in this house. When we come back together, it's going to be a mess up in here. I can shout with the best of them. I can praise with a crowd around me, but when, but whenever that is, a, but but like now when there's a pandemic, and I can't come to the crowd. When there's a pandemic and we have to socially distance and we have to stay at home by ourselves, the beauty of it is uh, I can still bless His name. Are y'all hearing me? Even when I can't get to my crowd, even when I can't get to my people, uh, yeah, if I have to stay all by myself, I can praise him all by myself. Why? Because it's personal. I wonder if I got a witness up in the house. I, I can ride down the highway. Nobody in the car but me. And 
and my thoughts about the goodness of Jesus and before I know anything. Are y'all hearing me? I, 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 my hands are off the wheel and I, I find myself got to pull over. Yeah, yeah, and just bless his name all by myself. Found myself the other day, I get out and walk every day and I've gotten where I walk into this neighborhood and I was coming down the street, down Church Street the other day and I walk with my ear, earphone in and I'm listening to my music and I'm walking, I don't know what I did. I'm walking, I'm walking, and I do know a car passed by me, and, and as he passed by me, I'm listening to the song on, on, on my thing that says, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I'm sitting there listening to that, car passes by, next thing I know, the man is backing up. He backs up to me and says, did you wave, are, are you trying to get me? I said, no, sir. No, so I couldn't even explain to him what was going on. I, but I know what was going on. No, I wasn't waving at you. Y'all ain't hearing me. I, I, I'm trying to show you how personal, how personal this thing gets. This thing is personal. And I just thought that as we head toward another resurrection celebration, I thought it'd be a good time to freshen up our personal relationship. As we head toward Easter one more time, I thought it'd be a good time maybe just to sit down and think about this personal relationship we have with Jesus. So that as we celebrate corporately, we don't lose sight of the fact that all that he did, he suffered, he bled, and he died. But let's not lose sight of the fact that he did it just for me. Are y'all hearing this? It's personal. It's personal. Press my point. <clears throat> to press my point this morning, I, 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 I was reintroduced a familiar character in the Easter story. I want to press my point. This is a name that we've heard all of our lives, a man by the name of Barabbas. We've heard that name. We've heard that name. We, we know the role that he plays in the Easter story, but today I, I, I want us to get a glimpse of him. I want Barabbas to help you and I get a glimpse of ourselves. I want him to show us how we ought to view our personal relationship with Jesus. Here in this text is Barabbas. His name means son of man. Barabbas, Barabbas. The Bible refers to him as a noted criminal. Are y'all hearing me? I don't know how you have to live to be known as a noted criminal, but the Bible says he was a noted criminal. He had a reputation as a criminal. He, people knew him in criminal circles. He in the text lets us know that not only was he a noted criminal, uh, yeah, but he's serving time, this time he's in for murder. Y'all hear right there in the text. He, he has been sentenced to death because of a life of crime. But my point this morning is he is known to be a criminal by everyone around him and he knows himself 
that he is guilty. Are y'all hearing this? Going somewhere. He, other folk know he's a criminal, but even worse than that, he knows that he is guilty. He knows that he is a criminal. Now, if you all will allow me this morning, if you allow me to use my sanctified imagination, everybody ought to have that. Let me use my sanctified imagination and let me paint a picture of what's going on here in the text. Here is Barabbas. And he's laying there in a jail cell. Laying there in his cell right there in the center of Jerusalem. Laying there near the court in his cell. And he's awaiting his execution. He has already been found guilty. And he knows that he will surely be put to death. But as he lays there, this is my sanctified imagination. As he lays there, he's contemplating his death and he hears the noise of a crowd outside the jail. Doesn't know what's going on. He has no idea what's going on. But there is a crowd gathering in the city square. In the city square, there's a crowd out there. He doesn't know what's going on, but he hears them out there. What's going on out there? What's going on? What I hear the people out there. I hear a roaring out there. People are out there. What is going on? Somebody says to him, "It sounds like Pilate is holding court today." Sounds like the crowd is gathered for court today. They're out in the court and somebody is being tried. The chief priests, are y'all hearing? Yeah, that, there's, a, that, there's something going on. The chief priests had leveled charges against a stranger named Jesus. And they're holding his trial out there. That's what you hear. That's all the rumbling you hear. They are claiming that he is an insurrectionist. They're claiming that he's planning to overthrow the Roman government. And so the noise that you hear is a crowd out there and they are getting ready to try a man named Jesus. And that's a very little concern to Barabbas. Not really concerned about that. He got his own problems. He got his own problem. He, he's got a death sentence over his head. And he has no idea, has no idea when they're coming to get me. Has no idea when they're coming to carry out my sentence. He, he, he can't hear. He's in jail there. He's in the dungeon there. And he can't hear the proceedings. All he can hear is the responses of this rowing crowd out there. Y'all hear this? He really don't know what's going on. He can't hear Pilate. He can't hear. All he can hear is the crowd and their roaring, this rowdy crowd. And all at once, he hears the crowd yelling, give us Barabbas. Give us. Are y'all hearing this? He hears the crowd yelling, give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Can you imagine what's going on in his mind? His heart sinks. Conviction tells him that your time has come. They're calling your name. The crowd is calling your name. Your time 
has come. It's time now for you to pay for all of the wrong you have done. Listen at the crowd. Give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Can you imagine what it must feel like to be laying there hearing your name called and knowing that you've got a death sentence over your head? Then the next things he hears, he can't hear anything else, but he hears the crowd. He hears the crowd yell out, crucify him. Y'all ain't hearing me. Now he hears the crowd cry out, crucify him. Crucify, are y'all hearing this? All he hears is give us Barabbas. And then the next thing he hears is crucify him. Crucify him. He sits there in his cell, he sits there in his cell in agony, knowing that his criminal lifestyle is coming to an end, and now he's getting ready to have to pay for it with his life. Shortly after the noise of the crowd has stopped, he hears the footsteps of the jailers, the Roman God coming toward his cell. Y'all hearing this? He hears the footsteps of, of the Roman guards coming toward his cell. They're coming down the hall. He can hear every footstep, and he knows that the time has come and that they are about to lead him to his execution. No doubt in his mind that now is the time for me to pay. But when they get to the cell, they open the door. Are y'all hearing me? They open the door. He is chained and shackled. They open the door and they began to lead him down the hallway. Can you imagine what he must be feeling right now? I'm trying to show you this thing is personal. Can you imagine what he must be feeling on his way down the, the, the hallway, he's just heard the crowd calling, crucify him, crucify him. Now he's on the way. But when he gets to the jail door, the guards take the chains off. They take the shackles off of his feet. Are y'all hearing me? He's expecting to die, but they take the chains off. They take all the shackles and they look at him and say, you are free. Y'all hearing this? You have been set free. What he does not know and what he could not hear is that he is being set free at the expense of an innocent man. Are y'all hearing me? What he does not know and what he does not realize is that his life has been spared at the cost of the life of an innocent man. Can't you see him? Can't you see him running? Trying to get away? Can't you see him trying to get away from the crowd before the Roman soldiers change their mind? Can't you see him working his way through the crowd, trying to get away? And he just happens to look over in the court. And he sees a man. 
And this man that he sees is being beaten. He's got blood running down his back. You can't hardly recognize him as a man. He sees them beating this man. And about the time he sees him, he's trying to get away. Somebody touches him on the shoulder. This is my sanctified imagination. Somebody touches him on the shoulder. Somebody that knew him, one of his partners in crime, touched him on the shoulder and pointed to Jesus and said, it should have been you. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody just points to Jesus and say, you know what? That should, are y'all hearing me? That should have been you. Now, my brothers and my sisters, if you can sense how he must have felt that day. If you can sense how he must have felt that way, then, then you ought to get a sense of how you ought to feel every time we come around to this celebration. You ought to have a sense of how, yeah, yeah, I know it's time to put on your Easter clothes and come out looking good and all of that, but don't miss this. You ought to know how you ought to feel when you come into your presence. Something in your mind ought to say, that should have been you. Are you hearing me? Yeah, as you come and as you watch the cross and you see all the scenes of Calvary, so yeah, something in your head ought to say, that should have been you. Every time we hear the resurrection, y'all hear, y'all have a sense of just how personal this thing is. Are you hearing me? Something about Easter ought to say to you that this thing is personal. And what Jesus did, he did it just for you. Are y'all hearing me? It ought to give new meaning. You, you, you ought to not just come and open up the hymn book and just start singing because the words in that. It ought to give some meaning to the words, I am so wondrously saved from sin. Jesus so sweetly abides within. It was there at the cross that he took me in glory to his name. I'm trying to tell you, this thing is personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I ought to say, you don't know what the Lord has done for me. This thing, my brothers and sisters, is a personal thing. Something inside of you now understands why your elders saying, I know it was the blood. I know, yes, it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me. This thing is personal. Yeah. It ought to help you understand why we never get tired of celebrating Calvary's cross. You'll understand why we keep telling the same old story of Jesus and his love. Are y'all hearing me? Well, the Bible doesn't talk about Barabbas anymore. We don't know what happened to Barabbas. We don't know how Barabbas responded to this great thing that happened in his life. 
We don't know if he ever learned who Jesus was. We don't know if he ever turned his life around. But I do know that the same options that were available to him, they're available to you and me. Y'all ain't hearing me. I do know that the same options that were available to him, they are available to you and they're available to me. And I believe that right now is the time for somebody to make it personal. Yeah, are y'all hearing me? Somebody ought to see him now as my savior. Yeah. Somebody uh, ought to realize uh, that when he died, uh, he died uh, just for you. Yeah. When they laid him uh, in a barry tomb, uh, it was just for you. Uh, but when he got up uh, early Sunday morning, uh, he got up uh, just for you. Uh, yes. They don't do it anymore. But when I was a child, uh, you'd hear him say it like this, Lord, I would come to thee, a sinner of defile. Oh, take the stain of guilt away and on me as thy child. I cannot live in sin and feel my Savior love. Thy blood can make my spirit clean and write my name above. Yeah. Later on, they began to sing it like this. All to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. Surrender all, I surrender all, all to him, all to thee, my blessed Savior. I, yes. This thing is personal. It's personal. We're going to yet into yet another celebration. We're going to yet another celebration of what he did on Calvary. But as we head that way, remember that what he did, he did it just for you. Make this thing personal. They reduced it down to I surrender all. That's how you respond. That's how you respond. I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior. I, I surrender. The word of God has been preached. Jesus has been lifted. It says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. It is personal because Jesus paid a debt he didn't know. 
and I have a debt I can't pay. And this morning we come offering Jesus to you. As we embark upon the Holy Week, we want you to be a part of that celebration. And the only way that you can be a part of that celebration, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. This is your moment. This is your opportunity. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his word. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his word. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth oh would you accept Jesus this morning morning in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the word of God that has been preached this morning. And Father, we know that if the Holy Spirit does not draw them, they will not come. So God, we asking that your Holy Spirit will arrest someone sitting at the table, sitting on the sofa, oh God. We ask God that your Holy Spirit would just minister to them, oh Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that their lives will not be the same once they ask Jesus into their hearts. We thank you, oh God, for the witness this morning. God, we just thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary's cross. Your word says that he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. So God, we thank you for those that have believed. We thank you for those that have received. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you were one of those that have accepted Jesus Christ into your hearts this morning, we ask that you would contact our church office. Our number is 770-923-3936. And if you're not sure, you can look it up on YouTube. And we want you to be a part of the church of the family of God. God bless you.
truly, we do thank God for the word of God on today. Thank God for our pastor. Pray that we just continue to um, pray for him as he continues to guide us. A couple of uh, notes for your consideration. There will be a 24-hour prayer vigil on March 31st. That's this coming Thursday through Friday, April 1st. It will begin at 7 p.m. And... Um, Begin at 7 p.m. Pastor Haynes will end the prayer vigil via Zoom at 7 p.m. on April 1st. So it's a virtual prayer vigil. Um, if you have any questions, please contact the church office and you can get the specifics of the details. Um, our children's drive through Easter celebration is going to be next Saturday, April 3rd from 12 to 2 over in the Heritage Hall area. So please uh, bring the children and let them uh, come and just celebrate uh, our Easter celebration. We have to do things a little differently, but the uh, ministry continues to uh, provide those ways. So just come and just be, it, I'm excited about it because I know the plans and the preparations that's going in place. We thank you for candy donations and those things that uh, you've already provided to make sure that our children continue to be celebrated during this time. We're going to also remind you that we have our Easter outdoor service next Sunday, April 4th at 11 o'clock over in the Heritage Hall parking lot. An opportunity for us to come together, fellowship together outside in the parking lot. So please come and uh, we miss you and we want to see you so we can social distance and still have that time of fellowship as we celebrate a glorious, uh, our glorious resurrection day. And the following Sunday, uh, following weekend, we have the opportunity to love on our pastor and our first lady for 33 years of service. Somebody say amen. Say amen again. <laughs> amen. We are excited that God just continues to allow um, our pastor to be uh, to serve us uh, in a manner that he has for the last 33 years. Um, God has certainly been good to us. God has certainly been good to us. And so we want to just take an opportunity to come and celebrate him next, the, the, uh, the following weekend. That Saturday, we'll do a drive-by fellowship. More details uh, to follow. Look at your, your Sunday bulletin that comes out via email and call the church office. And let's just see, um, find a way that we can just encourage our pastor and our first lady the next, that following weekend. And then that Sunday, April 10th, we will have a, a culmination service as, as usual at the 11 o'clock hour. Amen. Amen. We pray that you will be blessed this week. Reach out to someone that uh, we haven't seen each other. So reach out to someone when they come to your mind. Make sure everybody's doing okay. And we look forward to fellowshipping with you and being able to love on you. We can't hug, but we can do this and wave. Uh, the next two weekends so we can just fellowship with each other. God continues to be faithful to us, uh, faithful to us even through this pandemic. So we're going to bless him and give him all praise and glory for what he continues to do for us. Amen. We thank God for each one of you. We thank you those at home, thank you so much for just being so faithful, continuing to tune in, those of the church family and those new frown friends. We found some, a lot of friends all over the nation, and I want you to know that we know you're there. 
and we appreciate your tuning in uh, to be a part of this Salem family for this season. And we do know, want you to know that things are looking better. And after a while, this season is going to be over, but we ain't going to let you go. <laughs> Amen. We intend to hold on to everybody that God has sent to us and pray that you will just remain a part of this wonderful fellowship. I, I was sitting there thinking just, just a moment ago that I, I just blessed the Lord today and you have to learn how to thank God for everything. But I can't remember how long it has been since I stood here and didn't have a funeral waiting. You thank God, you, you learn how to thank God for all kinds of stuff. And I thank God for a weekend that I'm not standing here waiting and planning for another funeral so I just thank God you have to learn how to thank God in all things you've heard the announcements but I do want to reiterate we're going to be in prayer for 24 hours for 24 hours starting March 31st and uh, ending on April 1st from 7 to 7 we're going to be in prayer now I'm not technical enough to know how all of that works, but I do know that we'll be a Zoom, and we're hopeful that every member will just tune in and just say your prayer during that time, wherever you are, even if you don't tune in. Let's find time as a church family during that 24-hour time to just go to God in prayer. There's always something that we need to pray for, and especially now, especially now, people are trying to turn the clock back it won't work but they're trying we, we need to be in prayer we need to be serious as the people of God about our prayer life God bless you God keep you is our prayer thank everybody for serving thank you for your service God be with you till we meet again
There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.